0: Welcome to Two Peats in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Welcome, everybody, to Two Peats in a Podcast. This is episode 23, and the third in the symptom series about vomiting. We've covered uh, a general overview of vomiting and why we vomit. And we're going to quickly now just go through the treatment of vomiting uh, and how we approach this. And uh, I'm Dr. Simon Strawn, And with me, I have my friend and colleague, Michael Platten. How are you, Mike?
1: Hello, I'm good. Thank you. It's
0: giving you a wave there. <laughs> do anyone can see that. <laughs> so what do we do about vomiting? And the I think in general, the answer is... Vomiting is a symptom, and what we really need to be doing is trying to find the cause of the vomiting. Mm -hmm. So the vomiting that is the most common that occurs due to your viruses and your gastroenteritis usually lasts about 24 hours. And just by giving small amounts of liquids, um, the vomiting phase will pass, and we are able to keep the children hydrated. We generally don't need to be giving medication for that. There may be situations where the child is vomiting so much that they are lethargic and they are dehydrated, and no matter what we do, they continue vomiting. Now that scenario is quite is unusual with just a straightforward viral gastroenteritis, and that would make us wonder about other causes. And then we would start to look and see if we could treat the cause, because once you treat the cause, the vomiting will then stop. So I think that, as a general principle, is where we where we stand. But there are very good medications for vomiting, and there are many medications that you can buy over the counter for vomiting. So, Mike, I'm going to throw this ball to you, and say, what do you think about over-the-counter medications for vomiting?
1: Definitely, for the younger child, I wouldn't go go close to them. Okay. You would not use. I would them. not use them in children under under a five year old. or well, under five years of age. And Simon, you use you wouldn't use under two. Well, but, definitely. Uh, I'm talking sure about over-the-counter stuff now. Yeah, that over we just counter, see yeah. so many horrible side effects. Because mm. the thing is, in order to stop vomiting, the medicine works in the brain. Mm. And there are significant side effects that you can get with medicine that acts in the brain. Like One of the main ones that we use like for more severe vomiting, we use it for our cancer kids mm. because of the chemotherapy. And that's what generally you get in casualty that medicine called on Dancetron, But over the counter, it has a similar effect, but not as potent. So the side effects that you can get are uh, dizziness, tiredness, sometimes even fever. The, your eyes or the child's eyes can get stuck in the place. Mm. Uh, what we call extra, extra pyramidal side effects. And we don't want to expose them to that unnecessarily. Normally with vomiting, give small amounts of fluids more frequently. Like we explained in the diarrhea treatment, that's how we manage vomiting in a child with gastro.
0: Yeah, I think that if you're, for me, the bottom line is if, you, if you're really worried about the amount your child is vomiting, we need to understand what the cause is. When you know what the cause is, we can then have a plan of action. I really think we should advise against going and buying just off the hoof, over-the-counter medication for children under five to deal with vomiting. Your children are, very, are vomiting profusely and are dehydrated, and we decide that we might want to use our to in young children. Let us make that decision. But I certainly will not go and get anything else over the counter for it.
1: Yeah. So, so trust, trust the doctor that you, that you see. Uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't recommend right, – we, we do not recommend that you do it by yourself. Yeah. Just because of the side effect profile.
0: Yeah. And I think that part of the treatment then is if we are vomiting excessively and we're thinking it's part of an infection like a gastroenteritis, the trick is give very small amounts of liquid so that you don't distend the stomach. Too much. Yes. The stomach doesn't stretch. Mm -hmm. So you literally can go with 15 to 20 milliliters of liquid. And you can do that every 15 to 20 minutes. And the majority of young children with that amount, you can even go down to five
1: milliliters every five minutes. I normally say, you start with 20 yeah. and then half it. Exactly. If they are still not tolerating, half it. So 10 in 10 minutes, 10, 5 in 5 minutes. And give, you, and give yourself a specified time
0: period. So this is the, way, the way that I do it is I'll, I'll work it out and say, right, I think your child should be taking 60 milliliters every hour. And I'd like you to do it by giving 10 mils every 10 minutes. And you're going to do this over the next four hours. At the end of the four hours, if your child is not vomiting, your child will start looking better because their dehydration will be better. Problem solved. If after four hours you're still feeling like everything you give comes out and you're concerned, then we have a look we might need to admit. But I think that's the, that's the way that I look at it in this mm-hmm. kind of acute vomiting phase.
1: And also, in the acute vomiting phase, children do not need food.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it's really important that you mention that. Um, because don't feed the child. Just think back to the last time that you were feeling ill. The last thing you feel like doing when you've got an upset tummy and vomiting is eating. Easy. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Just get fluids into the child. You know that if we admit children to hospital with gastroenteritis who have vomited so much that they're dehydrated, we don't necessarily give them medication to stop the vomiting. We just put up an IV fluid, put up a drip, and just by resting the stomach they do much, much better. So I think that's really what it's about. uh,
1: And I think it's also important to note that a child will not dehydrate if they are not vomiting if they do not have gastro. Yeah. So if they are drinking and they are vomiting that up and you are concerned that the, the fluid that you're giving is not staying in because of the distension, then give them a break before you try again. Yes. A break of about half an hour, maybe even an hour, if they aren't spontaneously vomiting and there's no risk for, for dehydration.
0: Yeah, so this is no diarrhea. That's exactly right. Yes.
1: Because if you can keep up with what they're losing, you're fine. You do not need to feed them something because they normally babies are chunky enough to actually survive not eating for more than six hours, yeah. which they do, the, do that overnight in any case. Yeah. So really, we do not want food, at least in the acute phase of the first, what, 12 hours? And if you do start having or giving the food, or if they do want something to eat, then very bland food.
0: Yeah. So this is all talking about treating vomiting and the potential dehydration of children who are vomiting because of an infection in the stomach. But if the vomiting that is coming out is green, if there is blood in it, if your child is dehydrated, if your child doesn't have a fever and is vomiting and doesn't have diarrhea and is vomiting, and the vomiting is going on, please rather than rushing to get medication that's the time that you rather call your healthcare provider and have your child examined because the way to treat the vomiting is to treat what's causing the vomiting and the child needs to be examined and might need a few investigations done to assess why the child is vomiting
1: and those investigations and those investigations can be x-rays, ultrasounds, blood tests. Blood tests, tests
0: yeah. Because yeah. as you've mentioned before, it may be a metabolic thing. It may be something going on in the intestine where there's a bit of a blockage or a twist. Or a, If it's not just your straightforward, easy-to-recognize viral gastroenteritis.
1: And somehow the most important thing that we need to tell you is right at the end of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, I think that's that's it for treatment. Yes, I'm happy. Okay, cool we hope you enjoyed we shall be back next week with the warning signs of vomiting episode 24
0: so if your children have allowed you to thanks for listening bye bye thanks for listening if you found this of value please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za and that's the numeral four, and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook.
1: At 2 Podcast. At 2 Podcast. T-W-O, not the numerical two. This
0: This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own
1: medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.